Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to flip the page to 1 Chronicles. We just finished up 2 Kings yesterday with Steve's devotion. And something that should be said right off the bat here is that if we were going to be doing this Bible overview chronologically by when the books were written, we wouldn't get to 1 Chronicles until the end of the Old Testament because it's the or one of the last books written in the Old Testament. First and Second Chronicles were written somewhere around 400s B.C., which is more recently than almost every other book in the New Testament or Old Testament. As it is, we are taking these books in order of how they show up in our English Bibles. So First and Second Chronicles is going to be a historical retelling of much of the content that we've already heard in the Samuels and the Kings. And those books covered the Israelite monarchy. So the kings of Israel, starting with Saul and David and Solomon, and then into the divided kingdom and the kings of the northern and southern kingdom and all the ups and downs that went along with that. We're going to hear a lot of those same things with a heavy emphasis on David and the Davidic covenant and Solomon, the building of the temple. And this is all written, like I said, in the, in the early 400s BC, which is after the exile. So yesterday in Steve's devotion, he talked about how the disobedient Israelites in the southern kingdom, Judah, are going to finally be punished by God, and they're going to be sent into exile. They're going to be taken out by Babylon in 586 BC. The Babylonians took over Jerusalem, took out Jerusalem, and tore down the temple, and they're going to be under Babylonian rule now until about 538 BC, which is when Persia overtakes Babylon. And at that time, King Cyrus II, the Persian king, is a little more lax about the people of Israel going back to their homeland, reestablishing their religious practices. And so by the time 516 rolls around, it's going to be a 70-year exile. By 516, the temple will be rebuilt around four 58 or so, Ezra will return to Jerusalem to the temple with the law. And around 455 or so, Nehemiah will come back to Jerusalem and rebuild the wall. And so this is all written after all that takes place, looking back. And it's got a hopeful emphasis. It's got a heavy emphasis on reminding the people of Israel that they are God's people, reminding them of the covenant that was set up with King David to establish his throne forever. There's a heavy emphasis on the importance of temple worship, and the idea being that the exile is not the end. In fact, the chronicler, we don't know exactly who wrote this, we refer to him as the chronicler, wrote this kind of casting a vision for the Israelite people that if you don't do the same mistakes that you did before, if you obey God, if you follow his commands, if you worship him the correct way, we can look forward to a day when the Messiah, uh, this king that is promised in the Davidic line, comes and reigns. Of course, at the time, they didn't know that that would be fulfilled in Jesus Christ, but they were certainly looking ahead and hopeful for the Messiah. So the first nine chapters of First Chronicles are all genealogies. And a lot of people, including myself at one point, were like, eh, let's just skip this. 
Who needs to know these genealogies? This isn't that important. doesn't have to do with me. I'm not part of that family. And so who really cares? But actually, these genealogies tell us a lot of really interesting stuff about God's plan for the world, for what he's up to, reminds us of who he is and what he's doing. So in chapter one, it starts with Adam, goes to Abraham. Then we tell the story of how we got to David genealogically. And eventually it goes down each of the 12 tribes genealogies. And there are a lot of things we can learn from that. But a few of them are these. One is that these genealogies separate the word of God from all other works of fiction and or legends or folktales or myths, etc. In other words, these genealogies make it obvious that there are real men and real women used by God to bring about his plan. The promise was made to Abraham, and, and Abraham's descendant eventually through the tribe of Judah was David, and, and David is going to be the Davidic covenant bearer who points forward to a Messiah. This is real stuff. This isn't fake or myth- mythological. Genealogies also tie God's plan together from Genesis through Revelation, which is really incredible when you read through it. They also document the messianic bloodline. They don't just identify the person of Jesus as the Messiah, but they show that his bloodline is full of sinners and Gentiles. We've talked about this before. And this further establishes that God, his intention from the beginning has been to include the entire world in his plan of salvation. The plan of salvation isn't just for the Israelites. It's for the world, and it's being manifest through the Israelite people, God's people. We also should remember as we look at passages like this that we want to flip past, Paul in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, says that all scripture is God-breathed and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete and equipped for every good work. When he said this, he didn't have most of the New Testament, so he was referring mostly to the Old Testament in passages like this. He says, all scripture, including boring genealogies that don't seem to have anything to do with me, are God-breathed. So I would say, read through these genealogies, get a Bible with some notes, look up some articles online, and be amazed by what God is doing in these genealogies, chapters 1 through 9 of First Chronicles. And it might also be neat to reflect on your own spiritual genealogy. What is it that got you to the place where you trust Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Who are the people that convinced you that it's not just about going through the motions at church or doing the right thing, but that it's the righteousness that Christ lived on this earth the punishment that he paid on the cross, the resurrection that overcame sin, death, and the power of the devil, which were made yours through faith in Jesus Christ. Who are the people, the parents, the grandparents, the pastors, the youth leaders, the friends, the mentors? What a great celebration of your own spiritual heritage as you read the lineage of how God's people were established from Adam all the way through the exile. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries— First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. 
And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.